And the number one question was, how's the backyard? Your backyard had flooded. It was terrifying. And all the neighbors had said, this never happens. That's that's my honest fear is why I've never really talked about it is like this cancel culture. Like, will people shame me? I've never shared my full ADHD story. Mm. I looked back at that little girl and I forgave her Mm. and I felt really sorry for her. And I was like, man, this whole time. Welcome to the Minimal Mom Podcast. Today, Dawn is joined by Cass from Clutterbug. After years of struggling with clutter and organization, Cass discovered that there are, in fact, four different organizing styles. She's now on a mission to spread the Clutterbug organizing philosophy and help other families who struggle with disorganization and clutter. Cass is the host of Hot Mess House on HGTV and creator of the popular Clutterbug YouTube channel. All right, Cass. Well, I thought, you know, we, you and I talk about decluttering and organizing a lot. And especially for friends that are in the Take Your House Back course, like they hear us go on and on about that all of the time. So I thought our theme for this visit would be no decluttering or organizing questions. And we will just talk like, let's just chat like girlfriends, right? Because this is the time of year where everyone, you need a good podcast in the background to clean or wrap or do those types of things. So we thought we could just visit with you like friends and answer all, there's a, people are very invested in your backyard and some of your other journeys. So we're going to touch base about all the things today. I'm excited. This is the first time I've not had to talk about organizing or decluttering. And when you sent me the message and said, like, let's just not mention that, I felt giddy. (laughs) Like, I need this. I need to just, yeah, it's important and I'm passionate about it, but sometimes it's nice to just talk about something else. Mm -hmm. Totally. And Kyle Cass, so, I mean, we officially met in person in 2021 and you have still been one of my favorite influencer friends and my favorite to work with. And, oh, I can do this now because it's my podcast. Cass is brilliant. Like you are so smart. You're so business savvy, but you're also such a just fun human being. And it was, I could just tell through all the questions that everyone cares about you and loves you and appreciates your authenticity. And so I just, I love that we get to work together and spend time together and like it's so I fun. feel the same about you. I'm always like, whenever I'm talking with her, I'm like, Dawn's like my favorite person. She's just so, yeah, genuine and and so hardworking. And so, yeah, yeah. I love working with and you. And we have, I know our audiences overlap a lot. We have the greatest friends online that support us through thick and thin <laughs> through, I mean, I don't know. I started in 2018. You had started well before that. We've all actually been through a lot together over the years. And so I don't like neither Cassar. I know we don't take that for granted. And we're just so grateful for your friendship and your support and that you keep showing up and watching anything we put out, you'll watch and listen to like that means so much. It really does. Like I feel like my best friends are people I've never met and they don't even know how much I love them because I don't. I don't know. I don't have a lot of really close relationships and I mm-hmm. talk with you guys online. Like mm-hmm. the like even though you're not talking back to me, like yeah. I really do see this as a friendship. Is that yes. weird? It's hard to describe. I know exactly what you're saying because I feel like we've found our tribe that is very and I don't even love that word, but it like in my real life it's actually hard for me to find people that like enjoy the same things that I do that like talking about decluttering and like the benefits or organizing and so i feel like we've been able to find that elsewhere <laughs> and it's like it's awesome yeah 
So it is. I don't think it's weird it's at all. Awesome. And they really are so loving too. Like yes. I my mom's like, did your backyard flood? And I'm like, there are literally thousands of my besties who are mm. like reaching out. They're like, is everything okay? With yeah. Like they know more about my life yes. than the closest people in my mm -hmm. life. And, and it feels like you care more. So I'm sorry. Some of my friends are not always good friends. Like they're just wrapped up in themselves and that's fine. Like it's fine. But then that's why we like to take an hour today and hang out with you, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Well, let's start with the backyard because so I posted on Instagram and Facebook. I was like, Hey, what questions should we talk with Cass about? And the number one question was, how's the backyard? Your backyard had flooded. What are we doing to make sure it doesn't happen again? Like, how's that whole process going? It was the most bizarre thing. So we, we looked at this house many times before we bought it. And then two days after we moved in, the whole backyard flooded, like flooded, like not just flooded, like five feet deep over my children's head. In it's unbelievable. Over yeah. three acres of a yard flooded, but even all of our neighbors, we're talking like 20, 30 acres completely flooded under five feet of water. And then it flooded like three days after that. And a week after that, the water just wouldn't go down and kept rising and was creeping into our basement. And we had just bought this yeah. house yeah. and it was terrifying. And all the neighbors had said, this never happens. And mm. we're like, what? Yeah. But it has not happened since. So it really was, I think, this fluke thing. We are on a floodplain. We have a little river in the back, three acres back. you did know back. that before you bought the house, right? We did. And we yeah. looked at what's called the like 100 year floodplain. Mm -hmm. So we saw that it did, it did flood sometimes, but never close to the house. This was like some horrible, I thought, listen, I'm weird. Okay. I thought maybe the house was like punishing us because the people who had moved had built this house yeah. and it was their family's land. Our yeah. next door neighbors are the previous homeowner's mom and sister. Oh. The brother live on the other side. Oh, well, Cass, I they're not like, going to tell you the truth, though, if it's flooded before. See, I know. So, Cass, what's so funny is people were actually emailing me and they're like, Don, okay, you used to be a realtor. This seems fishy. Like, surely they should have disclosed it. It can't be the first time this has ever happened. Is she going to take legal action? But, like, you guys truly believe that this, this was a fluke thing and it doesn't happen regularly. I do because mm -hmm. the neighbors who are their homeowners, their basement's flooded. So if they oh, knew that this was okay. a normal thing, I feel like they would have been prepared for something. Yeah, and they would have taken some measures. It okay. like ruined their homes, not ours. Oh. We got so lucky, but their basements were like feet underwater. Okay. And which no makes me think got into your basement? That's no, terrible. we built a wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you guys were we stayed up. up. Yeah. We stayed up all night. We made a lot of Trump jokes while building the wall. It took us like eight <laughs> hours of just like building this wall oh and wrapping it in tarps. Yeah. And it was really horrible. The, mm. the wall is still there, but we have not had even an inch of water. I'm going to knock okay. on something. But yeah. what I started to do was I was like making peace with the house. I'm outside like talking to her. Like, I know you're upset. Please, I promise. I started buying bird feeders for her every time it would rain. Like before, it'd be like <laughs> rain this week. I better order some bird feeders from Amazon. Like what kind of crazy, you know, woo-woo magic thing? Yeah. But I was really desperate. Yeah. Um, we haven't had any yeah. any issues since. I'm going to knock on water. It's very likely that it'll flood again in the spring when okay. the snow melts. And So what's your long-term like plan? Like I think you talked about building like a retaining wall or something, right? 
Or yeah, we don't really have one. We're just like no. hope and pray it doesn't get that bad again. Okay. I think it, it is it is supposed to flood. It's floodplains. So just Not before the, the flood was still like an yeah. acre back. Like we still okay. had yeah. acres to go before it got near the house. That was just like an insane storm, massive water. The whole city had flooded. Everything around us okay. had flooded. So, so it was a, it, it was pretty out of the ordinary. But I, I mean, so you so. had just moved in. Did you feel like, oh my goodness, what have we done? Did we make a huge mistake? Yes. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. And we overpaid for this house. We knew we had overpaid for this house by a lot, Don. There was a bit more. Yes, and that always happens with original owners <sighs> because they think their house is worth so – I love all you all that are original owners, but you all think your house is worth 30% more statistically than it actually is. Yeah. And mm. it was before, right before the hikes of like interest rates was oh, at the peak, yeah. right? Where everybody's yeah. like still yeah. in buy mode. And we were looking for a property that had what this had. So we overpaid by a lot, like so much, really? like more than we had bought our old house for. We um, overpaid like above asking and they were even asking way more than it yeah. should have. Yeah. So then now we're like, well, we've been bamboozled. Yeah. There's no way we'll ever sell this place now. <laughs> We're going to bury you in the backyard under all You're the water, right? <laughs> no, like it was horrible. I have never cried yeah. so long yeah. and so hard. Um, and it tarnished yeah. the whole experience of moving you had here. Been, you had been looking at moving for years. Like you like wanted to move, were excited to move, and then this happens. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, but I, it's okay now. Yeah. What did you love about the house that you were willing to overpay so much for it? Yeah. So for me, I our old house was 1,400 square feet, which is a great size. Mm -hmm. But I have employees that come to the house and I'm trying to run a business. And you know, Don, we're filming and we have cameras. Yeah. And I found myself always like, shh, be quiet yeah. be qu to yeah. the kids. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. Mm -hmm. It should be their home, not a workplace. Yeah, not a studio. And so we not a studio mm -hmm. and it was and i would be doing interviews and podcasts mm -hmm. and and they could have had to be quiet yeah. because i could hear them stomping they couldn't have friends over if i was filming mm -hmm. and that wasn't fair to them and i really wanted to have a space so we looked at renting office space which the the least we could find was like five six thousand dollars a month i'm like that's like two mortgage payments yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. So this home had a basement with a separate entrance, a huge space for offices, and then a, a main floor and then the bedrooms up. Mm -hmm. So the kids can be as loud as yeah. they want. They could scream their bloody heads off. They can have a party upstairs. And yeah, and I get to go to work and yeah. then go home. Yes. That's Which, awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And plus it was in the country, but still mm -hmm. in the school district. So okay. my girls didn't have to switch schools. Yeah. And it has a workshop for Joe, right? Oh, cool. He's yeah. really passionate about woodworking. It had all of the boxes. It's not mm -hmm. a perfect house, mm -hmm. but it was what we were really looking for for a long time because I loved my old house so much. Mm -hmm. But this gave me what I needed to give the kids – I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. When you work from home, sometimes you just – you want separation between business yeah. and home yes. life. Yes. Like I have my office now that I can walk mm -hmm. out to and that has been huge. So I totally understand 
what you're saying. You can do it for a season. Like you make what needs to work, work, but then it does get to a point where you're like, you know what? I can prioritize myself and my business and my needs <laughs> right now. I've proven it's, it's a proven model. I can invest in that. So <laughs> yeah. And, and I have, like, I have employees who would come and, and my, I remember my daughter saying, mom, Emily's in making her like heating up her lunch in the microwave and I come out and I'm in my pajamas and, and I just, yeah. Yeah, there's always like kind of yeah. like strangers in yeah. the house for them. Mm -hmm. And it was just, yeah, it was time. Yes. Yeah, it was time. And so it was a cheaper option actually to move than it was mm -hmm. to rent office space for me. Yeah. Well, and Cass, I mean, I think all of us would say you were ready for a new house to upsize. You had earned it. Like you made the best of that house with how you did your DIYs and your organizing and everything. But I think we were all super happy for you to see when you got to move into this yeah. house. So you're three months in now. Are your, what is what you thought would be your favorite things? Are those your favorite things about it? Or what's your favorite thing about this house? Yeah, definitely the office is my favorite thing. Like I go to work every morning. I'm way more productive because I'm not in my house. Does this make like I'm at the office and then I go home. So that's been awesome. Just having a, a bathtub. I know this seems like a big thing. But my bathroom was so small and I shared it with Joe and the closet was so tiny that I had to be really, I had to be meticulous about every single thing I kept. And now I have a little bit more freedom. And I know this goes against what we do, but like, yeah. I'm like, can I buy an extra towel? Like, can I get a new towel? <laughs> yes, I have space to put a towel. I, so yeah. so that's been really, really lovely. It feels like a luxury mm -hmm. every day, mm -hmm. um, which is nice. But there's things I absolutely don't love about this house, which is the more space you have, the more cleaning, the more maintenance, mm -hmm. the more stuff creeps in. Mm -hmm. And so it's only been three months and I'm like, oh man, like everything you have is work. Yeah even when that's just extra rooms, mm -hmm. it's more work. So that's been challenging for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. There's a few other house questions. Um, are the curtains growing on Joe? Does he like any He curtains? actually really likes the curtains. Yeah, he does. He likes the curtains. Okay. He doesn't love the family photo, like the wedding photos above the bed. Okay. I don't know. I I, I think it's romantic. He's that's like, what everybody does. I it also, like, he doesn't make sense. He's like, it's weird to have pictures of yourself in your home. And I'm like, <laughs> is it less weird to have family photos of other people's family? You should family put a picture of your home? mom right above your bed. That's yeah, the other like, over. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? People put pictures of themselves in their house. That's kind of the only place to put yeah. pictures of yourself. Um you know, so sometimes he doesn't make a lot of sense, but I love him anyways. Yeah. And people are like, you're so mean. He has, he only gets the garage. And I'm like, listen, he oh. gets the garage. No. Yeah. <laughs> trust, trust when us. he starts cleaning. Our husbands it. are well taken care of. Like we, no one has to feel bad for either of our husbands at any point. <laughs> They're fine. They're doing he's, okay. <laughs> he's, he's doing okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's and totally Tom will fine. tell you, I mean, I don't, Tom will probably listen to this. Like he will tell, like when he sees comments that are people are like, oh, well, Don did this or especially on his channel, he's like, guys, like 
don't worry, I am good, you know? <laughs> so yeah, they're doing okay. He's but doing okay. Again, you guys are our good friends and we appreciate that you look out for them as well. So thank you. Yeah, I do. I do appreciate yeah. that when someone like, cause there's a lot of kind of male bashing going yeah. on in the world and yeah. especially in our industry, right? Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, women do the majority of the housework still and mm-hmm. it sucks and we want to change that. So when somebody's like, standing up for my husband. I don't, I I like that actually. Mm -hmm. I really do. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's a, that's a refreshing narrative. Yeah. No, I agree. Absolutely. Um, I know Cass painted her whole house white inside. What shade of white did you use? I have a couple of different shades. I have a pearly white, which is my favorite. It's kind of an off white. Everything's white. It's like, I've gone nuts with it. Um, yeah, I also like alabaster, which has like a yeah, yellowy undertone. That's a undertone. really w- well-known white. Yeah, it is. Yes, mm. but I find this pearly white is like that beautiful neutral. It's not too cool. It's okay. not too warm. So that's the one I really like. Um, and snowbound is what we have upstairs. Is the white? Okay. Oh, yeah. I know it's boring, wow. but I I'm yeah. I'm so obsessed right now because it allows me to have really fun with the accessories and I'm lazy Mm -hmm. and I don't want to repaint in three years. No, And I've I've done all these colors and then hated it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know paint is cheap, but it's work. Yeah. And I know, you know, we went pretty white in our house when I started videoing in there and I realized that white just, Mm -hmm. it videos better. It's a better background. And so that was my initial motivation. But especially in a small space, like our house is like 1,300 square feet, it made it feel twice as big, I feel like, when we went with light colors on the walls, white trim. I couldn't believe how much bigger and brighter it felt in there. So yes, I know people are like, oh, it's – I get the trend now. I get why everyone went all white with everything. It feels so nice. It does. And I would made fun of people. I'm like, everybody's got the white walls. I'm like, and then I painted it white and I no longer needed lights. Yes. Like the the light just bounces off. So it looks way better on camera. Plus Mm -hmm. when I walk into the space, I'm like, this feels cleaner somehow. Right. And Mm -hmm. bigger and brighter and fresher. And yeah, I see I'm converted. It may be too much. So now I just (laughs) want to paint everything. the middle ground eventually. I need a middle ground. Yeah. (laughs) What was the hardest part of moving and what brought you the greatest joy? Definitely the hardest part was the heartbreak of moving into what we thought was our dream house and then having all of these issues. There's been a lot of issues. There was like a pot of water in the ceiling. So they had literally dropped, like they obviously had a leak and instead of fixing the leak, they put a bucket in the ceiling and then just drywalled it and patched it and fixed it, leaving the bucket in the ceiling. Yeah, so the we saw a soft spot. The bucket had been overflowing, and um, mm-hmm. and then we had to. So that was unsettling. Yeah. There's been just lots of like things we've had to fix, unexpected expenses, and the flooding, and so all of that at first was like, what did we do? It's hard when you feel like, okay, flooding. That's a fluke thing, one in a hundred years, whatever. But when you find something, and you're like, they knew this was here. <laughs> like they knew and they didn't say anything or they didn't disclose it. And yes, can you take legal action? Or you, but most of the time it's not worth it. It's not like huge. It's not big enough to go through all that effort. But you're like, you knew. Like you knew it was there. You knew. Yeah. You did. Yeah. And lots of things like a lot of light switches just didn't work. And hmm. so, you know, it just 
Do you do home inspections? Is that a thing in Canada? We 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 should have, but because this place already had an accepted offer on it, oh, so we we went yeah. into a bidding war, and then they had accepted another offer that was three hundred thousand dollars over asking. I just want to say that the other offer. So we couldn't afford you that, and I yeah. didn't want to afford that. So we put in an offer two hundred thousand over asking, but it was cash. Mm-hmm. With no conditions, no contingencies. Okay, and that's yep. the only reason we got it. I yeah. mean, there was like ten people fighting for this house. Yeah, wow, which just drove it up. It was like yeah. it was a battle, but a house in the country, but that's still close to town in mm-hmm. the school district, never comes on the market. So that's why so many people were fighting for it. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, probably something you and I have never talked about on anything we've ever done is being debt free, and you guys have been yes. committed to that. We're committed to that, and so it is at least when these things come up like that suck. Like it's so dumb. You're like, I'm spending yeah. money on what to fix what? That bucket in the ceiling with water. The only saving grace is we have the money to pay for it, and I don't have to mm-hmm. get an extra job or I don't have to put it on a credit card or second mortgage anything. And so it just makes it a little bit easier when those It was. But it's still like we went from having no mortgage, being completely debt-free. Like I still drive a rusted old beat-up minivan. Like we don't buy new things. We don't spend money on stuff like that. When we get extra money, it goes in the bank. Mm -hmm. So this was like it hurt. It stung. Yeah, It stung a lot to just feel like Going from a place of like, I feel really safe with money to like, yeah. we are bleeding yes. money. Let's stop the hemorrhaging of money. It was scary. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. But are, are things kind of, is it all settling down now? It is. It's settling down and we're getting used to things. It's back to like, this is a house that we have to budget for though. Like, not that yeah. we don't have the money, but utilities are more, everything is more. So I'm more like conscientious about turning off the lights and Mm -hmm. it's good though. It's a good thing. Whereas before, and we're not eating out and we're not like, before we were at the place where it was like, meh, let's just treat ourselves. But it was so wasteful. Yeah. Does DoorDash deliver to your new house? Nope. That must save a lot. (laughs) It saves so much. No one package of Skittles DoorDash. Yeah. DoorDash does not come here. Unfortunately, Amazon still comes yeah. here. So uh, I actually does it at least take like a day longer where you are now? We're two it's, days. Yeah, it's, it's two days. Okay. We're two days. It helps a little Instead bit. Speak, but, uh, my sister gets stuff the same day, and I'm like, that is so bad. That is so bad. <laughs> but um, at first, I disconnected the credit card, but then I was like, oh, I still need things. So we changed the password, and I will not let Joe tell me what it is. I oh. need that right now. Like yeah. I, I. Yeah. I impulsively buy. Mm-hmm. So when I have to tell him, I'm like, hey, can you put this on the Amazon order? And I have to say it out loud what it is. Yeah, I'm like, that's I'm not going to ask really for that. Because that's stu- – it's not like yeah. he would say no. No, but, but that, just like, that extra layer of accountability – two-factor authentication. (laughs) I'm buying a lot less useless junk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because it's not even just the cost of it. It is the clutter, right? It is the clutter. clutter. Yeah. It's the the clutter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Do you have a house cleaner that helps do the main cleaning? No. Really? I clean this whole I almost swore. I almost I dropped the B word. <laughs> I clean this B word by myself and it is not fun. Yeah. My husband sucks at cleaning and my kids suck at cleaning. Yeah. And Have you so ever had a house I am, cleaner? I, I had a house cleaner for 
a short amount of time because I was filming the television show mm, and I was okay. working 12 hours and I wasn't mm -hmm. home and I was traveling a lot. And so I had somebody come in and help. Um, when I got quotes for this house, it was $500 oh. to clean. That's the cheapest quote I could find because there's technically six bathrooms. Oh, six hold your bathrooms, pants. Cass. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. You only have so, five people um, in your house. <laughs> yeah. It's a little excessive. Um, it also has like that bonus room up top. So there's four okay. bedrooms plus a bonus room. It's just – and plus the whole basement and all the offices. And it's a lot to clean. So justifiably, people were like $500. And I'm like, I'm way I'm too cheap for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's been a struggle for me yeah. because – I like having a, a house that's clean all the time, but yeah. I don't like cleaning, Don. Yeah. I really hate cleaning. So I'm in like all the shortcut mode right now. That's yeah. that's my whole goal every day is like, how can I shortcut this, have a clean house without cleaning all the time? And it's it's been a challenge. Yeah. I mean, would you ever have someone come just do like your main level and like your master bath or something? Maybe. Yeah, I should, but also like, I, I think about my following and like what a privilege that is. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one who bought this bigger house. And I really like see this as an opportunity of finding better routines, that's faster true. routines, yeah. better no, products. I'm like, maybe this is a gift that I can create more shortcuts and more and streamline this and then help others. Because if I can work 60 hours a week and clean this house and still watch oodles of Netflix, mm -hmm. like that's the dream, right? Yeah. Like, and if you can achieve that, then I mean – yeah, if I can find shortcuts, yeah. then I can really help other people who are really busy or hate cleaning as much as I do mm -hmm. find a way to make it happen. Yeah. No, I think that's good. We actually – we hired a house cleaner, I don't know, maybe it's six or seven months ago. And she comes every two weeks. Um but Sounds I'm only paying $140 a time. I would totally do that. Yeah. yeah. It's just the accountability. I mean, because our house is small. I could. Like I could do it, but there's something about knowing that she's coming every two weeks. Like we stay so much cleaner in between. I so it's kind of I like should. I'm just paying her for accountability, you know, which if you're I listening, like Linda, I'm not. Like you're wonderful and I appreciate everything that you do, but like it's it's a mental game for me. Yeah. I, I've thought about it honestly for from a relationship standpoint. Like will it make me not be resentful of my husband because – I find I am getting resentful sometimes because he doesn't help me clean. Mm -hmm. And he says it's because I don't let it get dirty enough. And I'm like, bump up your standards, bro. Yeah. Um, he's like, make me a list. And I'm like, I'll shove that list. You're like, because I, I don't, don't know how many printables and lists I have. <laughs> also, just like open your eyes and look around. Yeah. You know, like um, – mm -hmm. But he isn't a person to notice crumbs on the right. floor or spills and and that things need to be dusted. Mm -hmm. He would never notice dust ever. Like, let's just be honest. Yeah. Um, so I find for that reason, I sometimes think about hiring somebody yeah. so that I'm not feeling annoyed with my family for not helping. But I also have two teenage daughters and an 11-year-old, so there's really no excuse. I need to be better at, at making them accountable too. I got yeah. work to do, Don. Well, I know. it's What's so hard about that is it takes a lot of emotional energy to do that, to get them into yep. it, teach them how to do it, manage it. And then when they don't do it, then to follow up. And then, oh, do we have consequences now? Do we have a chart? What are – like there's just a lot that goes into it. So yeah, I don't – I, I totally understand. I mean there's so many times like 
I walked in the house today. Today is a Thursday. It's supposed to be homeschool day and the kids were on the Nintendo. And I turned around and walked out because I was like, I don't have the energy. I'm going to go visit with my friend Cass. I don't have the energy right now to say, right, is your checklist done? And you know, there are these things done like that's supposed to be an end of the day thing when everything's, you know, I'm just like, whatever. They're being quiet. They're entertained. I'm going to go do what I got to do right now. So none of us are perfect at that. So I I definitely, I struggle and I, and I don't like punishing my kids and I don't like, like I'll threaten, I'm going to, if you got to do this and this and this by this time, or I'm taking away your yeah. screens. That happened yesterday. They didn't do it. All it was was like, take your trash and dishes out of your room and clean. And they didn't do it. And I had sent yeah. them like 50 million texts plus mm -hmm. told it in person. Well, now I have to follow through. And then there's mm -hmm. tears and crying. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I don't. Mm -hmm. But also, like they need consequences. So I, I find this, I find it tough. Yeah, absolutely. I struggle with this. I, yeah, I one hundred percent hear you. Um, let's see. How have the kids dealt with the move? Do they love the new house? Um, yeah, the girls I think you love the new house. They, they don't love the new house. Yeah, it's it's out out in the country a bit. Okay. So. Unfortunately, they could have walked to their friends before. It's really Milo that I, I'm I'm really heartbroken for because his best friend was our next door neighbor. And so every day yeah. he would get off the bus and go play with his friend until dinner. Sometimes like I'd have to drag him in. And I think that's a big reason why we stayed for so long. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's a huge reason. Yeah. And I'm so sad to go. We still bring him over there for playdates, but it's just not the same. Oh. And I wish he could find somebody close by, but I mean, I can't live my whole life for my son's next yeah, door neighbor friend either. And so it was mm -hmm. hard. I, I cry about it a lot. I feel really bad for him, but he's learning to make new friends and yeah. he's learning resilience. And so yeah. I know at the end of this, it's going to be the best thing for everyone, but it's still a transition for him and it's tough. Yeah. Are there kids in your neighborhood? Because we had gone from a neighborhood too with lots of kids to one that didn't and that was that was hard. Yeah, I don't know that if we live pretty far away from our neighbors, so we haven't sure. met yep. anyone yet. But mm -hmm. it's winter now, and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful yeah. he'll kind of put himself out there a little bit, maybe next summer, and mm -hmm. and find a kid nearby. And he's making new friends at school, which is great. But again, he can't just walk over to their house. So yeah, new. It's new. Yeah. Oh, I know. Sorry, my mom had a question. Uh, we, we'll move off of house stuff now. So you've been doing training to be like an EMT, right? Have you gotten to go on any yeah. calls yet? Yeah. Um, so it isn't like that, like I get to ride in oh, a real for you. real ambulance. Okay. I know. It's St. John Ambulance. So I got certified as a medical first responder. Okay. So I can do like a lot of cool things. I can put the tube in. I can do suction. I can do oxygen. Um, and of course, all the standard CPR. Got, I, I was trained how to deliver a baby. So Ooh, that was very okay. cool. Um, and eventually, it were part of like the Canadian emergency. So if there's ever an emergency in Canada, they would send us up there. Okay. But most of the time, it's helping at festivals and concerts. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So we're just going um, until the real help arrives. We're there yeah. um, okay. on site. So nothing really cool has happened. I okay. didn't go to a, one event and there was a stabbing and I was like, dang Got it, all to heck. And then I was supposed to go to this one bike ride and I was like, you know, there's already enough volunteers going. 
um, somebody got ran over by the pace car, crushed their pelvis. I'm what? like, dang it. That's not nice, but I'm like, no, but dang it. <laughs> I missed, I miss all the good stuff. <laughs> so, so far I've, I've put a bandaid on and I've treated a bee sting, <laughs> but that's okay. Do you know what? It's, it's been the coolest experience for me because I love my job, but I found myself um, saying a lot, I wish I would have been a paramedic. I always yeah. like find this really fascinating and and sort of daydreamed about doing that as a career. And then I thought, why can't I have both? Yeah. I don't want to give up my job and become a yeah. paramedic, but yeah. why can't I have a taste of that? Why yeah. why can't I? Why would I live my life with regret yeah. and those what ifs? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I can volunteer. I can get all the same training. I can learn everything. I can help the community at the same time and do what I love, but in, in a hobby sense. And it has been so fulfilling and I've loved the education and I'm so glad that I did that. And yeah. I think I would encourage anyone listening, if you've ever been like, oh, I wish I would have been yeah. a teacher, <clears throat> why not volunteer and tutor? Yeah. Like yeah. why we can have it all. We can have, we can. We, we actually can, can most of us. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's helpful to think like, what would be one small step I could take in that direction? Maybe I just see if there's any classes in my area or maybe, and I think it's always surprising. We're like, oh, wow, in my community, there's a group that meets every Monday night, you know? So what's funny, I, I had to take an EMT class when I was in college because, uh, what was it for? I was going for sports medicine. And so then I think they had us take that. And it, it was a like a EMT that was teaching it. And the only thing that I remember still that sticks out to me is he told the story that he came up to an accident and the person, their visor, their sun visor was kind of at a weird angle down. And when the guy hit it, it totally like skimmed off the top of his head and it just stuck with me. So every time when I'm driving now, my visor is either all the way up or all the way down. Like I am not, there's like no in between because I just think about that still. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but also I will not be driving with the visor down ever again. That's... A lot of people's heads right now in the top of your scalp. You're going to save a lot of people's heads. Yeah, also like don't put your feet up on the dashboard. Yes, Have I've you seen that? that? That's really bad news. Yeah. Bad news. But I bad, still kind of sometimes do when we're driving on a long trip because you just get uncomfortable. I know. I do it and then I remember and I put them down. I'm like, I don't want my knees in my in my face. No, thank you. That's a that's a bad day. It's you know, it's um I find all of that like medical stuff very fascinating. I found that for years I've been like researching WebMD for fun, like yeah. looking up people's symptoms. Yeah. I love watching like House and Grey's Anatomy and all those shows and like trying to diagnose what they have. Yeah. So now oh, you don't mind that kind of stuff. Like I don't – so what I found like with sports medicine, as long as the person did not seem like they were in pain, I was okay. I could handle it. I could bandage it. Like if there's like a broken bone but they're not like over the top in agony, I would be okay. As soon as I could sense that that person was in like so much pain and they were so miserable, I would just be like, I'm out. Like I can't I – don't, I don't know what it was about it. So. Yeah. I, I've not really dealt with a real emergency. So let's see. I mean, in theory, you love I it. love it. One time, Abby bumped into something and a candle fell on her head oh. and I could see bone oh. and I just screamed like a banshee, yeah. running in circles, being not helpful. So yeah. very possible that very possible. in the moment, yeah. I will be of no help. Yeah. But I find it very... 
I'm finding the, the learning portion extremely fulfilling. Like I've mm -hmm. learned so much medical knowledge and I, I, I'm feeling very fulfilled from that. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's so cool. I, I do hope that is an encouragement to anyone listening that's like, well, I've kind of thought about like, do it, do it. 2024 is your year. Like, do it. Your year. And we don't have to blow up. Like, I don't have to quit no, my job. You don't no. have to quit your job or right. blow up your whole life. Take an there's online so class. Many, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's so Check many out a book little from the library. things. I don't know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yes. You can have it all. Yeah. You don't have to ever feel like, I wish I have done this or I did a different path. Mm -hmm. You can have multiple paths yeah. all at the same time. I love it. You could also be a motivational speaker, Cass, if any of these other things fall through. Hey, you got to be a keynote at the ADHD conference. How'd that go? It was the most emotional thing I think I've ever done in my entire life. Let me tell you, I've never shared my full ADHD story, mm. let alone doing it on stage. Yeah. All the heartbreak as a kid, yeah. all the things I suffered with. I started bawling mm. mid speech on stage. I was so embarrassed. I just couldn't help myself. I started crying and ugh, I'm going to cry now. Mm -hmm. Everyone stood up and cried wow. with me. Yeah. They understood, Cass. That was probably the, the best thing you could have done, actually. It was incredible. Yeah. So in the middle of this keynote, I'm sobbing on stage. The audience is sobbing. Everyone's on their feet. They're like crying and cheering. Yeah. And we just stayed like that for a while. I bet and just everybody all needed cried that. together. Yeah. And yeah. they finally felt seen and understood. And oh, it was I'm so gonna cry now. That's awesome. Mm, I mean, it's very beautiful. misunderstood, right? Like I have to imagine you feel pretty misunderstood a lot of the time with it, with people that don't understand it. Yeah, I didn't even know I had it. So I grew up just uh being diagnosed with being annoying, yeah. lazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, messy, yeah. bad. Those are kind of what the totally. adults would, yeah. told me I was my whole life. And I didn't want to be those things. And I tried really hard not to be, but I couldn't help it. Yeah. What age were you diagnosed? I know that was one of the questions. Because people, 40. I saw comments, 40. Okay. Yeah. That were like, wow, I really appreciated all that you share on ADHD. You get it in a way other people don't. Your tips are so helpful. So yeah, just a couple of years ago and finding out was like, it was nothing changed and everything changed yeah. on because mm -hmm. I found out like there was nothing wrong with me. Yes. It wasn't that I wasn't trying hard enough or that I didn't have enough self-discipline. It was that I had a real medical condition and I had already learned a lot of coping skills to kind of overcome it. But I, I like, I looked back at that little girl and I forgave her. Mm. I just yeah. suddenly like, and I felt really sorry for her. And yeah. I was like, man, this whole time I, I looked back at her and thought, if only you had tried harder or if only yeah. like that little girl. And now I was like, oh man, I just want to hug her. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you wouldn't shame a child who had diabetes and couldn't make insulin. Mm. You wouldn't you wouldn't shame them and call them names, but yep. but we're really quick to shame a child that can't sit still yeah. or that can't pay attention, that can't mm -hmm. behave themselves. We're really quick to label them as bad. Um, yeah. So it was it was emotional. It was a, really a, a beautiful thing that happened yeah. this last weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. That's cool. I know people are probably gonna they've probably been asking you like, was it recorded? Can people see it? 
Yeah, it was recorded, but I think it was recorded for the people who went to went the to conference. It. So I I could ask for a copy. Oh, I'm not sure if I'll be allowed to share You could do a YouTube it. video on it, eh? Or I could do a YouTube video. It was really personal though. Like I feel like yeah. it's my hidden shame because yeah. I'll be honest with you. So I talked about not only did I kind of flunk out of school, run away from home, I was involved in crime, drugs. Mm-hmm. I went to prison, like real prison, like orange jumpsuit prison. The whole time, like it just all the events leading up to that. Now it's really obvious why I went down that path. But but at the time, I just assumed I was just a bad person yeah. and a bad, you know, a yeah. bad kid. So to share that on stage, to share that whole journey. And it was just, it, it was emotional. It was vulnerable. I felt like yeah. I just like ugh, mm-hmm. bared my soul for my dirty little secret that I never really talk about Yeah, to telling it to like 10,000 people. Wow. So do you yeah. feel like now you will talk about it more on YouTube or, I mean, YouTube's a different beast. I will say things in front of a live mm-hmm. audience that like, I mean, there's been like some homeschool things I've spoken at stuff. I'm like, all right, let's pull up a chair. Let's give it to you straight here where I'm like, I couldn't say that on the internet or I would be canceled, you know? So like, yeah, that's, that's my honest fear is why I've never really talked about it is like this cancel culture. Like, will people shame me? And I felt really scared even at this ADHD. I was like, I'm so scared. Like, what if they boo me off stage? And my husband Mm -hmm. said, don't tell people, don't like, they'll judge you. Don't tell people. But I thought these people who also have ADHD of all the places to, be honest and admit it. Maybe yeah. this is a safe place, but yeah. I still wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, sure, but they were, yeah. oh God, it was mm-hmm. so loving and so opening. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but I'm also worried maybe I won't have the same response on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe you could do like a private workshop. Just kick it around. You know, I know everyone listening is going to be like, I want to, I need that. I want to hear that. I need my own like reconciliation with my past you know, younger version of self. So anyways. Yeah. Or someone who's struggling with a troubled kid, yeah. even in their 20s, and they're yeah. still struggling. And you're just like, why isn't my kid just like being responsible? Why are they making such terrible decisions? I feel like maybe that kid also needs instead to be told change. Why can't you get control of yourself? Why are you making these dumb decisions? Yeah. Maybe they also have a medical condition. Yeah. Yeah. And just really need someone to say that to them. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's so encouraging. Um, Okay. I know the other topic that came up a lot, as long as we're just airing everything about your personal life, uh, was your weight loss surgery. So I want to talk about that real quick though. Um, if I'll try and make this exactly two minutes. So if anybody wants to use their skip ahead, we got to give a quick commercial for the take your house back course, because it is something we are both so proud of and just so strongly believe in. And even as you're talking about like the shame around ADHD and the misunderstanding and your younger self, I feel all those same things around being a mom with young kids trying to keep up on my house and feeling so much shame and guilt around that. And so Cass and I created it with Dana from A Slob Comes Clean. And I I really think part of the beauty behind it is that we, we are, were, I don't know. Do we call? Do we say we're three messy people? Is it like when you're an alcoholic and you're like, I'm always an alcoholic. Like, are we always messy people? I don't know, but we're not anymore, kinda. But we have some things that sometimes creep back in when we get busy and stressed out. So, uh, what do you think, Cass? Like, what has been the magic in it for you of the Take Your House Back course? I think the magic is a couple of things. One that it's laid out really 
simply. Like it's, it's not overwhelming. It has real step-by-step skills that you can take at your own pace. So that's number one. And then pair that with the all day live declutters. And it really is just this beautiful, magical, transformational place. This course has changed my life. I've always wanted to be organized and I never felt like I was until now. I've always felt like I was really messy. I grew up in a messy house and I didn't realize you could actually live without all the junk. I love how this course combines the three of them into a more comprehensive, thorough look. I've been able to keep things simple where my kids can help both with their laundry and their toys, and we can be in a settled space in no time. Like the all day declutters are amazing. First one I did was in May and I reclaimed three rooms in my house and got rid of like two carloads full of stuff. And I would highly recommend it even for people who are naturally organized. Try it, see what it'll happen. You never know until you do. And I I never thought it would be what it is. And I it, it succeeded every expectation. Yes. And I wish when I was struggling that I had this tool. Oh, I know. And but when we could come together and really we're like, okay, we're gonna use this tactic for this, this for this. Like we were kind of pulling things from each of our toolboxes. I really feel like we were able to give you the best of the best. And then we said, oh, but let's create it more accountability. So we're going to have these all day declutters. So our next all day declutter is January the 13th for eight hours. We will be live with you, body doubling, instructing you, prompting you, celebrating with you. You could take that Saturday and set it aside and say, I am going to declutter by myself that day. Or you could join us. And I think I think you would get two to three times as much done if you do it with us in our community as if you did it on your own. Absolutely. I think the accountability is such a huge part, the biggest part. We all want it, yeah. but sometimes we need someone to hold our hand and do it with us. Totally. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because again, right, Cass, we like beat our eye. I should have the discipline. I should be able to get my house decluttered. Like, stop. Like, it is actually okay if you need some support from people that have been there, done that, do this for a living now. Like, this is all we do is talk about, like, we're good at it, right? Like, we're not good at everything, but like, we are good at this. And it's okay if you need some friends to come around you and give you a date on the calendar to support you, to tell, give you permission. I mean, we both hear that all the time. Like, thank you for giving me permission to let these things go. Yeah. And the rest of the people in the group too, like I cry my freaking eyeballs Uh out (laughs) because, you know, I've never been able to let go before. And then you see them filling their van and trucks and trash bags and they're crying with just like the, oh, it's so cathartic to let go. You can't Mm -hmm. help but want to join in. Yeah. You can't help but want to fill a bag in a box too. And yeah. as a community doing this all at the same time, live has so much power. Yes. It really does. It, it does. And so that was the second time after that we were just like, this is way better than we ever thought. We thought the course was great. And then, then we do an all day declutter. And I was like, afterwards, I just remember being like, was it just me or could you like feel the energy on that day? And when you were just like, no, yes, like it it's hard to describe. And so we even went so far as to extend our return policy to a full year because we like believe so strongly in this. So you can sign up right now. It's only $94, normally 597. So you need to get in um, before like January 10th or something. But 
if it does if it does not radically change your home over the next year if you don't find the all day declutters as magical as we're promising you that they are just send us an email like it's like a no questions asked no hard time we don't care if you've logged in once or a hundred times joined us or didn't join us we will give you all of your money back we don't want your money we want your house fully transformed but sometimes you do got to invest a little uh to see yeah. those transformations yeah exactly Awesome. All right. Well, we will put details for that in the description. So Cass, I guess, take us back. How long ago was it? Was it a few years ago that you did your weight loss surgery? Oh man, I don't even know. I think it's been like four or five years now. Oh, Maybe yeah. not even. I don't know. It's been. I don't remember either, but it's been a while. We've, we've been it's a while been a while. Of us. <laughs> yes. It's been, I think yeah. it, I had just had it actually right before I, oh, I, yeah. I met you for the first time. Yeah. So Because I do remember like you year. came in, we just like rented a VRBO house to mm -hmm. video it in. I know people often ask like, what house are you in? I don't recognize that. I remember you got in kind of late the first evening we were there and you walked in the door and you had this like hot dress on and these boots and i'm like dang girlfriend like you are hot you know and you're like i love wearing dresses all the time and now <laughs> yeah i had never worn anything that showed my legs or anything that was even like form-fitting and then i was like wow so much yeah. confidence yeah it was great it uh it didn't last uh, that long but um, how much did you okay. initially lose I was 250 pounds and I went down to 125. Oh, wow. So is that 125 yeah. pounds? I'm not yeah. great at math. Math yeah. is not yeah. my strong. Yeah. yeah. So that was a ton of weight. And I lost that within like six months. Wow. Unbelievable. Just like yeah. dropped it. And yeah. um, I felt a little bit too thin at that point. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's because I had never in my life been that skinny, probably, but also like my knees were touching now and I felt bony. My butt was always sore because I like had no padding and I could, <laughs> I could feel my bones and I was like, I don't like this very much. I was yeah. also really scared. I'm like, am I going to die? Like yeah. I'm losing yeah. so yeah. much weight. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I started like really trying to force myself to eat more. Mm -hmm. That proved I should have just given it time, Don. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. When you first have the weight loss surgery, you really can't eat very much at mm -hmm. all. And if you eat too much, you get really sick. And then what happened was I lost so much weight so quickly that I got gallstones, which had got infected. And then I had mm -hmm. to, I thought this was all just part of the weight loss, but turns out, nope. Uh, my gallbladder was kaputski because I had lost so much weight so quickly. Wow. So after I got my gallbladder out, I felt a lot better okay. and I could start eating a lot more. Mm. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've gained I'm I'm like almost 160 now. Okay. So that's not great. Not great. Still a lot less than 150, so I've lost 90 pounds, I guess. Mm -hmm. So how's your relationship with food and exercise and stuff now? Like did it create lasting change or No, god no. It's <laughs> I eat whatever I want, whenever I want, and I don't <laughs> exercise at all. It, it did, it changed absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, except for a little bit, I didn't worry about food or what I looked like. And that was really great. And I still don't like I did. And so the thing about gastric bypass is you actually absorb less calories from your food. Oh. So okay. I will never be as big as I was because okay. I I don't absorb as many calories. But it isn't also a magic fix-all. Yeah. I still obviously can gain weight and you can stretch your stomach back and I can eat a lot of food still. 
so that's that's my bad that's my bad but um i got a taste of what it was like to not have to worry about food yeah, yeah. and that was really nice and i would mm-hmm. love to have that back again yeah yeah well thank you i think we've all really appreciated your openness and about sharing with the journey and for those i mean obviously you were not alone in your struggles with that and I think for people to see, and then you didn't glamorize it on the other side either. You know, I really remember you saying like, I thought when I got like down to the size I wanted to be that I would feel a lot different. And I realized that I'm still me. I'm still me. And the way other people treated me changed. But the way I I only, I forgot I was fat until I looked in a mirror or someone pointed it out to me. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot I was skinny unless I looked in a mirror or someone Mm -hmm. pointed it out to me. So um, yeah, it, it's, it was odd. It was a really strange experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And let's, uh, let's talk about some fun holiday stuff here for the last few minutes. We'll do a speed run because there's a lot of questions that I never even okay, got to. So. Okay. 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 What is your favorite holiday treat or dessert? Oh God, everything. Just all the things. Yeah. I like to, I like chocolate brownies and I like, um, I, I just like sugar cookies with icing. Oh, yeah. That would be one of my favorites. I just eat dessert. Like I go to Christmas dinner and I'm just like, I'm just no turkey. I'm just getting dessert, yeah. which is why I struggle <laughs> with my weight. I'm impulsive and I love sugar. You do have a sweet tooth. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God, it's <laughs> bad. It. Mm-hmm. Do you do Christmas baking with your kids? We do. Yeah, yeah. But this year, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um I might just get the pre. I love decorating the cookies and decorating gingerbread houses, but I might just skip the making it this year and just mm-hmm. buy the pre-made cookies yeah. and decorate them. I'm not great at baking. No, me neither. Yeah, and it's okay. We're good at other things, right? Oh no, this one too. God, Cass, you've had so many big things. The follow-up on your your dog autopsy. Your yeah. dog got passed away when it was at a kennel. Yeah, so they did a bunch of things, and what they found was they were pretty sure that it was rat poison that he had ingested, but they couldn't prove that that place had done it on purpose. But what they also found in the investigation was that three other dogs had passed away over the past 10 years while in that care, but they couldn't shut them down. So I was like, I hate this place. Do I blast them on social media? Do I? What do I do? I, I loved this place, but I felt like they should have taken him to the vet they didn't. And they FaceTimed me while he was seized. There was a lot of mistakes that they made that took away my dog. Yeah, And um, I don't think they did it on purpose, but I, I just decided to let it go. And then a year after this happened, which was just recently during the flooding, you know, the big flooding that happened, it completely destroyed that place and they've forever gone out of business. Oh, isn't that interesting? Karma, okay. friends. Yeah. yeah so well, that's I didn't good. So you don't it. have to stress and worry because you do start to feel a burden then of like, I have I to think. save all the other dogs. Like, right. And yeah. I'm like, do I say something? I know they didn't do it on purpose. Do I want to destroy their livelihood? Nature destroyed their livelihood. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, um, it completely destroyed the place yeah. and, um, they were unable to rebuild. Insurance wouldn't cover everything. I mean, I do feel bad for them, but also they're no longer ever going, they're cl- yeah. permanently closed. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. See, I said I was going to keep it light and we just went right back into heavy. (laughs) All right. Uh, What is your top wish list for Santa this year? So do you and Joe exchange gifts or what are you asking for this year? 
yeah, we are not exchanging gifts this year. We always yeah. do. And he always like, our house really is thinking us, no gifts. <laughs> but also like we don't need anything or yeah. want anything. We're at this weird age where if we wanted something for ourselves, we would buy it. So now we're just giving gifts for the sake of giving gifts. And the same with our children. So what we decided to do instead, we're mm -hmm. not really even getting our kids anything this year. We're going to Disney. Yeah. That's awesome. In the new year. And that's our gift to each other as a family. The yeah. kids don't know. So that'll be like kind of a surprise mm -hmm. for them. I'm nervous about their reaction, but also, God, it's so commercial all the time. And I'm excited for this year to just be us hanging out and watching movies and it not being about what we've gifted each other. Yeah. I think that's awesome. You'll have to let us know how that goes. Because uh, Christine from Frugal Fit Mom, they're doing that. They're going on a trip over Christmas too. And she's like, that's your gift. And her kids were like, okay. Like, so I mean, your kids yeah. don't know yet, but hers were totally receptive. So I'll be curious how that goes over. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, so we're not going till February because it's like um, the kids have a bunch of activities sure. and school and exams. So it's kind of like, your Christmas is a, is a family vacation that we always go on and it's never been a gift, but this year it's a gift. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping that they understand like this yeah. is money. It's expensive. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and also, and you don't need anything. You have everything. You don't need anything. <laughs> I buy you anything you need during the year anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, any ideas for best jeans to smooth tummies and make mom butts look good? Do you have any favorite jeans? I haven't found oh, any that are that. God, I am so bad with fashion. Like I am the worst person <laughs> to ask. I buy high-waisted pants for sure and they all have elastic tops. So I don't know if when I'm gaining weight. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. I don't – that's not good. That's not good because I'm like, 20 pounds? How is that possible? All my clothes still fit. I'm like, yeah, because everything has an elastic weight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. I've always thought they should make – like maternity jeans that are not maternity jeans for women that just have that wide band elasticy top because that's what we all need. Like smooth it all out and smooth I don't know, but out. maybe we can start a jean line. Do you want to know what just happened? I do have this girdle. So I've tried like the Spanx in the past and it was like whatevs, but yeah. I bought this girdle off Amazon that like it locks and loads and then there's a zipper and then there's a zipper for peeing. So I wore this like beautiful sweater dress while traveling recently and I went through the security line and the, you know, the thing, it flagged my crotch with metal <laughs> and then they had to bring me to the side and I was time, just wearing... Yeah. The girdle and no <laughs> underwear because it's it's the underwear. That's what the zipper's for, you know? And so they have to like look at it and touch it. And I was just like, man, I'm just wearing jogging pants next time I travel. This was a mistake. Of course. Oh, of course. It's, I'm like, it's a zipper. And I haven't like hooped no bombs in or anything there. There's no, no in the genitals. But that's what happened, Don. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love this. Please tell Cass I love her. She's got great stories and most helpful tips for ADHD. Yeah. Uh, well, that Cass, I think, oh, I don't know. I needed this today. I'm, I hope our friends have enjoyed visiting too because you always make us laugh and smile and I'm, and I'm so grateful for that. So what's Thank coming up? I know it got a little heavy. It got a little, a little heavy bit, there, but we, you we rebounded. So you were lamenting that you've like redone your whole house and uh, you didn't have as much content out of it. So what are you looking forward to in, in 2024 with organizing and videos and, and that kind of stuff? 
I'm excited to just, I want to do more virtual makeovers so mm -hmm. that you guys listening can yeah. send in photos and we can do Zoom calls and we can record yeah. it and I'll give you ideas and then you can do your own makeover. And that is so empowering. Yeah. And, and then I can just be your cheerleader and we can show all our friends online. So I definitely want to do more of that. And I'm also just excited to see what happens in 2024. I'm just, I'm trying not to plan too much and just... Mm -hmm. I also want to be excited for what yes. comes and what happens because <laughs> the more I try to control things and yeah. like plan and I'm going to do all, it never works out anyways. It's always <laughs> some weird thing that comes yeah. up. So this year, I guess my people have like a word or whatever. Yeah. I just want this year to be like surprise for me. Ooh, I, I like that. Be, I just want to be open to surprises and let go of control and just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right. So uh, we'll just we'll just plan to circle back a year from now, and we'll just see how that all played out. <laughs> yeah. We'll do another episode one year from today, and we'll. And it could be horrible. It could yeah. be terrible, but it could be amazing. <laughs> yep. I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, we will put details for the Take Your House Back course. If you think this was fun, we actually have so much fun. We laugh. We cry all the things in the Take Your House Back course. It is it is super fun and we'd love to see you inside of there. All right, well, thank you, Cass. We will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're looking for more support, be sure to check out The Minimal Mom on YouTube too.